0: Hey, what is up? What's going on, everybody? joe six ninety eighty V radio 690 B. Thanks for popping in. Thanks for listening. It's been a little uh, hiatus for us. We have been on hiatus. We've been out. Uh, things have been crazy. The COVID thing has just made everything weird. Uh, everybody wants everything to get back to normal. It's just not there. There's a lot of people that are still out there having a hard time, and I understand that, and I get it. So, Uh, I've got a lot of things going on too, so I'm trying to get my stuff together as well. And it's, uh, it's easier said than done. So if you're having a hard time, I feel for you and I hope things get better for you soon. Today on our podcast, we're going to talk about adventure riding. It's kind of do's and don'ts for new riders and, you know, things to think about, you know, uh, especially I've been getting some emails on uh, new riders that are getting into dual sporting in uh, adventure riding, and they don't have a whole lot of off-road experience. And hopefully this will uh, maybe, you know, fill in some of the gaps for you and help you out and some things to think about. So maybe you get a pen and piece of paper, jot some things down, and and maybe this will help you out um, if you're getting into adventure riding and you are about to get an adventure bike or come over from the street to the adventure side. First, adventure riding is different than dual sporting, okay? Adventure riding is really, it's more... Street oriented than it is off road oriented, Um, and the off road, you know, and I'm sure I'll have some people that they'll they'll it'll be conflicting to them, and they'll say that I'm wrong and stuff like that. But I've been down both sides of the road, so and many thousands of miles on both sides of the road, and this is just is what it is. I'm not making this up. I'm just telling you. Um, I don't like to talk about uh, how good of a rider I am good bad or anything like that uh, that's not for me to dictate you know uh, that's for other people to sit there and judge uh, because that's what people do people just judge all the time and to me I just I can handle my own and I can ride with just about anybody I'm not an MX racer I'm not you know uh, I'm not a you know a, a, a super off-road enduro ride or anything like that. But I can ride. I can handle my own. I can do my own business. And I've got plenty of people that uh, will back me up on that. But that's not about me. Let's move on to more about you. Maybe you're coming over. So uh, the rule of thumb is is uh, guys that ride in the dirt can ride on the street. I mean, that just is what it is. The road never really changes a whole lot. So... the um, it's just easy from the dirt because anytime that you're riding off road, it changes and it usually changes all the time. So it's not like, you know, um, you know one minute you're just in, in gravy and then the next minute it's just crazy. What I mean is, is that um, it's constantly changing because you can go from a flat surface to an uneven, to a rutted out road, to rocks, to um, rock steps, to very loose scree, to sand, all that stuff. Well, in, in all honesty, on the road, what does it really change into? Um, twisties, asphalt from concrete, that's about it. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, that, that's really, it's that's about it. It's, it's not It doesn't really get too extreme, you know, and it stays fairly constant for the most part. So, you know, as long as, you know, as long as you're paying attention, you know, you're picking your line and all that stuff, it's usually pretty gravy and a lot of fun. So I'm not knocking the street writing, um, writing fast and doing heavy twisties and uh, blind corners and stuff like that, you know, and handling that at speed. You know, some guys are crazy for doing that and some people are just really good and they can do that because they're actually skilled enough to do it. But the, 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 the rule of thumb is, is guys from dirt can go to street. Guys that just strictly ride street, it's not so much to the dirt because there is that dynamic, uh, the fluid changing of the off-road and especially in adventure riding, um, it it changes dramatically. And not only that, the one big factor that really comes into play is you're muscling around, usually a heavy motorcycle. And when I mean a heavy motorcycle, I'm talking very high 400s into the mid close to 600 pounds without any luggage and gear on it. True adventure riders, yeah, they, (laughs) they, they take it all they you know they they pack their their sleeping they pack their tent they pack their you know, day-to-day gear, they pack a little bit of food, snacks, you know, supplies, sometimes extra tires and tubes, um, you know, wrenches and all that type. So It depends on how dedicated you are. So I don't like to sit there and make light of adventure riders because some of those guys are serious and they really get into their stuff and they take these big adventure bikes, you know, places in all honesty, they weren't really, that's not what they were designed for. They can do it But that's not what they were designed for so a lot of these guys like to push the envelope and actually try to get you know down that crazy stuff to get to some of this really neat stuff that a lot of guys do on the lighter smaller bikes now with that being said so some of the things that you want to think of is is if you are street and you ought to ride off road some of the things that you want to do before you get out and you want to adventure travel and incorporate the off road what i usually suggest to new riders and people that i meet they're like hey man that's really cool i like what you do i may meet them on the road or i might meet them on the trail they're in a car or something like that or even they'll hit me up on an email. Now, first thing I tell them is, I say, well, know know your experience level. I don't care that you've been riding on the street for, you know, 25 years. That really doesn't equate to anything off-road. It just means that you have really good skills on the road and that you can actually move that bike around on the asphalt. Those tires grip fantastically, but when you get off-road, that changes a whole lot. So, your tires are kind of a big deal. So, Know your motorcycle, <clears throat> and also know what your skill level is as well. Know, you know, don't you know? Don't jump off into the deep end of this swimming pool when you're just learning how to swim. So basically, the big thing: training, training, training. So know your motorcycle enough to know what you are capable of. Your you could do on it, and also know the weight of that motorcycle. Know what the canter is before you cannot actually handle any more weight loaded and unloaded. That way when you're going off road, there's no real guesswork on, you know, what your limitations are on that bike when you're about to go off road. Things get slippery, things get dicey. Happens to all of us, doesn't matter how good of a rider you are. So first thing, training, training, training on your bike. Start off slow. Remember, you gotta crawl before you can walk, you gotta walk before you can jog, and you gotta be able to jog before you can run if you know where I'm going with that. So <clears throat> in short, after you've done all that stuff, make sure that the bike that you have, you can actually maintain it yourself. It's not your buddy's responsibility or your other buddy's responsibility to help you with your motorcycle when adventure traveling. And that is the biggest thing is you get all these guys that buy these gigantic you know, adventure motorcycles with no consideration that when they go out on these trips with these people, that you know or other buddies they can't even manage their own motorcycle a it should be embarrassing to you and b um, you know you shouldn't be in that situation because you've got something that you can't handle yourself if you can't get your bike up get your gear off of it get all your stuff done you have no business actually being in that situation that you're in when you're in it i know it looks great and fun on youtube but in all reality YouTube does it no justice. Take YouTube with a grain of salt because YouTube does not justify altitude, It doesn't justify scale and it doesn't justify the pitch in which you're riding those motorcycles on on some of these these roads and stuff. They look flat as a pancake on YouTube and they're actually really steep and they're really sketchy and some of them are actually, they really get around your brain and make you think a lot, They they can test you. So when you're seeing large stuff at scale with sheerness like drop offs and stuff like that and you're muscling around a 500 something pound motorcycle, Things start playing in your mind. You start second guessing yourself. So that's the next thing that you're gonna get into. Mindset. Mindset is the biggest thing that will make or break an ADV trip or an adventure trip. If you can get your head wrapped around it and you have the training and you've learned your motorcycle and all these things, then you can do a lot of this stuff. Sometimes you're gonna fail. I've never made every single Jeep pass and everything that I've ever done. I've made most all of them, but there's some that are on my bucket list. I'm not going to go into that, into that right now, but there is a bucket list for a lot of places that I want to go to that I've missed out on because I just couldn't get my head wrapped around it. You know, we call it mojo whenever we're on our trips. You got to have your mojo on. And when your mojo gets shook shooken up, sometimes it's hard to get it back. It can take sometimes a day or two days to get it back, so you're trying to find things to do to get that that cycle back in, and break the little bad spots that are in your, as we like to call, mojo. So, when you're on those, you know, jeep passes and those trails and canyon runs and stuff like that that you see on YouTube that you want to do with your brand new GS 1200, you need to understand, you know, these bikes are big, they're heavy, they have pretty good amount of power. I mean, you can hurt yourself in a hurry if you're just not prepared and ready. So get your mind wrapped around what your trip's going to be and plan accordingly. Don't go blind into something. Don't sit there and just sit there and go riding and a buddy go, oh look, there's Black Bear Pass, let's go up this and let's just go do it on a GS 1200. Can it be done? Of course it could be done. It has been done. The thing is, Guys plan for that stuff. They try to get their head wrapped around it. And some guys, even though they planned it, they still fail at it. Um, I'm just throwing that pass out there because it's a very sketchy, very freaky pass in Eureka, Colorado. And it drops down into Telluride. And you just, you know, it's one of those things. You just have to get your head wrapped around the situation because sometimes a situation will get the best of you. So when you're traveling, there's just several things. A, know your motorcycle in and out. Know what it can and cannot do with you behind the handlebars, okay? You, not your buddy, not your friends. You understand motorcycle riding is about you. It's not about your friends. It's, it's great to have buddies, but when you're riding, that's the beauty part, motorcycle riding, is it's a solo thing unless you've got your girl on the back and if you do, you're probably not doing a lot of off-road. But here's the deal. Know that bike know the gear that you're putting on it, know what your weight is when you're on there, and know what you're planning on doing whenever you want to go. And if you can plan a route and you can get all that stuff all dialed in, then you start getting your head wrapped around, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Now it comes into number three. Now you know what your bike is, you get in your head wrapped around of that terrain and the area that you want to go. The next thing is, Research. Research is king. I've said it a million times, and I'll say it till the day I die. Know the research. Know where you're going and understand the terrain that you're going into. The internet is a beautiful thing. Go to Google. Dial in if you're going to, you know, Arizona. Arizona and you've got a map and you see all these places you wanna go to, learn that area. Learn the conditions, learn the temperature for the times that you're going. You can't take everything. Remember, everything you load and take is with you for the whole trip, unless you plan on stopping at dumpsters along the way. And if you forget something, Guess what? You can always pull into a Walmart and you can get by. But the kicker is, is to be prepared and planned before you ever go. So learn where you're going, learn the temperatures, learn the terrain. So that way you're not caught with your pants down and it's either too hot or too cold and you don't have the right gear. Me, I have three different terrain gears. I have basically right here in Texas, I call that my hot gear. <laughs> Because it never really gets cold enough for when I wanna ride and I wanna camp around here. So I have basically the stuff for warm weather, okay? I have my desert. Desert is hot in the day cold at night. So I make sure that, you know, I've got it all set up. And then I've got my mountain gear. My mountain gear is cool during the day and cold at night because usually you're camping up at elevation. And when you go up in elevation, the temperature drops by multi, 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 multi degrees, depending on how many thousand feet you're above sea level. So. Make sure that you know where you're going and if you're going between, say, desert and mountain, you want a combination package, as I like to say, to where it works with both, and you can do that too. I'll take a little bit of, I'll take a little bit of, uh, um, and, and it's kind of, you know, it, it's, it's not gonna be perfect, but it's gonna be really, it's gonna be close enough for, to get you through the trip. But, you know, I'll pack, you know, um, a little bit of warm to cool and a little bit of cool to really, really cold gear. And you know, and that's the thing. But like I said, gear gets heavy real fast. So make sure that you always pack and unpack your bike multiple times with getting on that bike and riding it around and seeing what it feels like. Learn how to pack your gear. We're going to do some videos on YouTube on how to pack stuff up and kind of little hints and tips and tricks on how to go in. So don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 69080V. And we've got tons of videos from tips and all that type of stuff to motorcycle reviews, to all that stuff. And don't forget uh, 69080V at gmail.com. You can hit me up anytime about any questions or anything like that. We get tons of emails and I know sometimes it takes a little bit, but we do get them back out to you. So my thing is, Basically, you know, know your bike, you know, know where you're going, get your head wrapped around it. And then you're basically your gear, understand all your gear, you're taking it with you. And it gets very, very heavy and it can get very cumbersome whenever you are out on a trip. So make sure you take your time, go through your gear several times, pack it and unpack it so that you know how your gear goes in. Everything, a buddy of mine, we call him the super good buddy of mine. His, his claim to fame, and I love it, is everything has a home. So pick a place in your gear, your luggage, whether it's soft gear or hard gear, everything's got a home. Pack it perfectly to where the weight is distributed side to side, pack as much of your heavy stuff on your side pannier boxes so it's going down to the ground, gives you a lower center of gravity, and keep the lighter stuff up top that's gonna be on your you know river bags and stuff like that, depending on what type, of, or if you've got a top box. you know Try to keep that stuff as light as possible. So that way you don't get basically too top heavy to where you're gonna you know get yourself in a situation to where you're actually gonna create a crash versus not a crash. But anyway, these are just some of the things that you might wanna think about before you go out on a trip with your motorcycle. And the other thing is too, remember your bike. Your bike is a big deal. So try to find a bike that's as light as it can possibly be, will do all the things that you want it to do, and it's in the price range that you want it to be in. But just remember, once you buy the bike, yet, own the bike. And I've had many that I've bought and sold. Uh, some were just, it just didn't work for me. They were just too heavy. Uh, that's why I ride a 690 right now. So, but that's the thing that you wanna do is, you know, when you're buying a bike, make sure it's gonna do the things that you wanna do. Don't go buy a total off road. ADV bike when you're going to be doing 70% road. And don't go buy a 70% road adventure bike when you are going to go and do 50 to 60% off-road. So just, you know, make sure that you're, you know, getting what you need. If you want 50-50, you know, always lean towards the dirt. That's, that's just it. If it's anything more than that for street, then really get one of those nice little street guys and put the right tire on there like a 70-30. Do you some light fire road and gravel roads and it'll be fantastic for you on all that type of stuff. But if you want something to truly get out into the dirt and truly see some of these places, you know those bigger adventure bikes are probably not gonna be the ticket for you. I'm not saying that you can't. What I am saying is if you're a new to an intermediate rider, you got your, you your work cut up for you. Anyway, hey, thanks for stopping in and, you know, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you have any ideas for podcasts, 69080V at gmail.com anytime and tell me what you'd like me to talk about and maybe dig in for you. And uh, I'll give you a shout out to uh, to the to, to the person that actually uh, wants the information. And you know what? Just because it's for you does not mean that it won't be for about 100 or 1,000 other writers out there. So thanks for stopping in. We appreciate you. Don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 69080V. And And check out all of our videos that are on there. And don't forget, download the app for anchor.fm so that you have it so that you can listen to the 690 ADV all the time we have a 100 and something podcasts we're just getting back into it and uh, we're going to try to get this thing started all up again it's it's just been it's just been super hard with work and family and everything but uh, it's getting a little bit better and uh, I thank you for your patience and you guys have a fantastic day Um, 690 out